Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello, everybody, and welcome into today's episode of the Top Cut Yu-Gi-Oh! Podcast. My name is Sonny. I'm here chilling with Caleb. What's up, dude? Nothing much, my man. All right, so uh, we've got a few things to talk about today. The first, uh, we got a little bit of quick play news. Some uh... Very quick. Yeah, uh, what do you got? Well, let's see. First off, we now know what the next Lost Art uh, promo is going to be. Um, for those of you who don't know... Uh, uh, whenever some of these cards get transferred over from the OCG to the TCG, they kind of have to change the artwork a little bit. Uh, for, a prime example would be on uh, Edgemp's Saber, where they have to like brighten up its blade a bunch because you can't have blades on a child's card game. I mean, or Barrel Dragon, which le- which was a giant revolver gun, and they yeah changed like little ray gun, little yeah. toy ray gun looking thing again. Uh, so in this case, it'll be a uh, storming ri- uh, wind. So, uh, if you want to get the Storming Win, uh, whenever the promotion starts, you just go to your uh, OTS, your local OTS, and spend thirty bucks, and they give you a copy of it for free. Um, the only difference between the Storming, uh, the the one we got, and the Lost Art is she has a sh- shorter skirt. Wow, it's like mid thigh as compared to just below her knee as it was uh, in our in our our artwork. Ooh. It's crazy to me how subtly they censor some of this stuff. I mean, half of the Lost Arts they've done have been harpy cards, which is just showing a little skin. Um. Well, I mean, you saw what they did to the War Rocks, right? No. Okay, so we have our War Rocks where the women are wearing armor. Yeah. Whenever the and the OCG just now got War Rocks. And they're wearing bikini armor now. <laughs> and I'm like, we better be getting that artwork too, man. That was our archetype. Never changed Japan. Oh, boy. Uh, so that's it for that. Uh, and the next bit is there's an upcoming Yu-Gi-Oh! Duels Cup 2021 on August 28th. And it'll have a new Injection Fairy Lily alt art. Oh, that's pretty cool. Oh, yeah. Injection Fairy Lily, for those you who don't know, super old card. You pay 2,000 life points to give a 2,000 attack. Had like what eleven hundred at base? Uh, I think Injection Fairy Lily was three or four hundred at base. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's, you could pay two thousand to make her gain three thousand. Yeah, yeah, make her beefy. Right. And you know, you know, she could run over any two tribute monster at the time. 
because at the time the most powerful, the highest attack point monster in the game that was summonable relatively simply was Blue Eyes hmm. at 3K. I mean, yeah, you had perfectly. I mean, yeah, you had a uh, Great Moth and perfectly ultimate Great Moth and Gate Guardian and Blue Eyes Ultimate, but yeah, but good luck summoning either one of those, any of those monsters. Right. And then the oh, TCG didn't get Blue Eyes Ultimate until 20, 2008, something uh, like that. We got it after. Like it was really late. Yeah, we got it after Blue Eyes Shining Dragon, which to summon Blue Eyes Shining Dragon requires you tribute Blue Eyes Ultimate Dragon. Yeah, one of those. Uh, literally unplayable cards that we had for a while. Oh, yeah. Um, that's about it for quick play news. Uh, so we're just going to go ahead real quick, get this quick little commercial break out, out of the way. We'll be right back. All right. Uh, we do have a couple other things we want to talk about before we get into some new card stuff. Uh, Why don't we start with the extravaganza you were just in literally earlier today? Yeah. So uh, before we try to like go any further into this, just letting you know, we don't have any of the results yet. Um, I'm sure that there will be some results in the coming days, but uh, we'll probably have that for Friday's episode, which we record on Wednesday. Right, right. So we just do not have the, uh, we just don't have the results yet. Uh, we don't know what all is, we don't know what all topped. We don't know what all won the event. Um, I can tell you what I saw and some of the people that I saw playing late in the event that I kind of know what they're playing. I know there's some Drytron. I know there's some Tri-Brigade. But... I mean, you were playing Tri-Brigade, so... Yeah. Uh, I think there will probably be a Phantom Knights topping. That guy beat me in round three. So after round three, he was undefeated. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. Phantom Knights is a good deck right now. It's a... It's, it can do a lot of the same things Drytron can do. And it's also very non-linear. You have to kind of know where to stop it. And if they're if they're playing it properly, they can play around most of the bigger things that hit most of these big complex. You know, they can play around the nib. They don't they don't worry about droll. Um, they can play around a lot. Uh, the things that really hurt that deck are like Skullmeister, Ghost Bell. Um, Contact C uh, can hurt. Uh, a typical Ash Blossom can hurt if you place it correctly yeah you just gotta know where to you just gotta know where to drop it yeah um the things that i found myself doing to stop that guy because we we did end up going game three i believe i believe i don't quite remember if we went game three or not um i i know that i nibbed him at one point uh skullmeisters helped um i try to if i'm going second I always side in like Duster and Twin Twisters because you know they're gonna have a field with a bunch of like Fog Blades and stuff in the back. Oh yeah, Fog Blades, maybe a um, Rusty Brigantine or whatever. Yeah, Rusty Bardish. No, not Bardish. Brigand- oh, uh, Shade Brigantine. Shade Brigantine. Yes, right, thank you. Right. So what they'll probably have is like two Fog Blades and like a Phantom Knight's Rank Up Magic Force or whatever it's called, um, which will let them rank up their Arcrobellionixes into something else, but. Uh, yeah, I, I got I got somebody with over the weekend. I got somebody really, really, really brutally within the Biru. Uh, he just he didn't play around it at all, and he wasn't expecting it. Ooh, uh, gotta said, love to see it. Yeah, well, yeah, and he, he's a very nice guy. He and he joined the server after the match, uh, and we talked about. It. He said just people at his locals are not playing the Biru at all right now. So uh, a weird. Lot, a lot of people aren't playing the Biru right now. So, but um. 
it was a really interesting, it's been an interesting last few days for me. So like, for those that don't know, Thursday, so we record Wednesday, episode posted Friday, but Thursday in between, I was actually in a pretty, pretty, pretty good car wreck. Uh, I T-boned somebody, but she turned right in front of me. But, um, so Thursday I was dealing with that. Friday I took the day off work to deal with that and to deal with like insurance stuff and everything. And then Saturday I was still pretty sore and I just kind of stayed home. And then somebody from our server hit me up and they were like, Hey, we need one more person to do some side events in this extravaganza. So I hopped in, uh, and I signed, he's, he got me to sign up for the giant card. And then I was there, I was like, let's just go ahead and do a win a mat. So I do the win a mat. Round one, I played against, I don't remember. So we only had six people for that win a mat and two people got buys round one. But I had to play. So I play round one. I win. I don't really remember what I played against. It wasn't something super meta. Um, I mean, there's a long list of decks that could be. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, you're absolutely correct. I wish I could remember what it was. Because uh, I really just... I can't remember off the top. Um, but I know that I got... Um, I won that. I won round one. Round two, I played against Cyber Dragon. That guy was also very cool. Uh, I literally just had all the answers for him. And then round three, I played against the Phantom Knights guy. And uh, I'm I'm glad I got that match in to yes. I'm glad I got that match in Saturday because uh, I played against another one today. But I went ahead and got that match in. And I won that, so I won the win a mat. And then to by. <laughs> I wasn't planning on doing the main event today, but then when I won the win mat I got free entry into the main event. So I was like, ooh, I may as well, you know? So I signed up for the main event. It starts at 11 o'clock our time. And so I do the main event. Round one, I played against uh, a Tri-Brigade player, but he didn't really know what was going on. He didn't even know you could activate multiple Tri-Brigade effects on the same turn. Big oof. Yeah, he was playing like a Lyrilish Tri-Brigade Gizmec build. It was very weird. But, um... Basically, he was like just using the Gizmecs to search DD Crow. Which was really weird. But, at one point, I summoned Karis, activated an effect for two, summoned Farajit the Baron Blossom, activated her effect to summon Fractal, and then activated Fractal on my to banish from my graveyard he's like wait a minute can you activate fractal's effect to banish the same effect same turn that you activated Karis's effect to banish and i was like yeah he goes i don't think you can do that because it's the same effect i was like it does the same thing but it's a different card mm-hmm. so it's a different name a different effect you know and we, we had to call a judge on it and this is after he had gotten a pe minor for mulliganing his hand yeah, dude literally mulliganed his hand. For those of you who don't know, who obviously can't see that, my eyes got saucer plate big just then when he said that. I was like, Yeah, Caleb, I hadn't told you about me? this. Yeah, he, I didn't know that. His eyes got, Caleb's eyes got real wide and he looked at me. <laughs> like, excuse me? Yeah. No, the dude, at the start, at the beginning of the match, we, we cut, we did our die roll, I was going to go first, and... He, um, I was like, all right, I'll go first. He's like, okay, cool. 
And I said, yeah, let's just uh, go ahead and wait for uh, the judges to announce the start of round, you know. And I, I look over, he goes, okay. And I, I look over to play my music, and when I look back, he is shuffling his deck and his whole hand is gone. I said, what are you doing? He said, oh, well, you said we had to wait for the judges to start the round, and I didn't realize that. So I, he was, I already had my hand out, and I had already looked, so I just went ahead and shuffled it back and started over and I was like I'm I mean you can't do that it's like you can't just look at your hand and then like shuffle it back that's you can't do that yeah <laughs> and so we had to get it. the judge happened to join in the call as I was saying that and the judge was like whoa what are you talking about what just happened <laughs> and I explained it to him and he was like oh okay okay hold on a second and then, like a minute later the head judge was in the call and he was like what happened and the other guy explained what he did, and then they were like, is that what happened? And then I said, yeah, so this is what happened. And I told them how it happened from my perspective. And they were like, uh, okay, I think this is kind of just a misunderstanding. It was pretty obvious it was the guy's first, like, event. Yeah. And they were <clears> like, I think this is just a misunderstanding. They're like, look, just go ahead. Match hasn't started yet. You know, go ahead and shuffle. We're not going to give any game losses or anything. Just, you know, just we'll just do a PE minor right here. Uh, don't let it happen again the rest of the tournament, and uh, you should be good. So they give you, they give him a PE minor, and we start over. And I, I two owe him like super quick. They gave us a seven minute extension, and we still ended with twenty five minutes left in round. Well, it'd be how it'd be, man. Yeah. So, and then round two, I played against Drytron. I beat him two one. Uh, As you do. Yeah. Yeah. I. Game one, he went first. <laughs> I opened Imperm, Imperm, Effectivaler, and then two starters. Gee, that sounds familiar. Yeah, so he like started <laughs> doing Drytron stuff, and I was like, he summoned the Mubeta, and I was like, Effectivaler? He was like, oh, that's rough. Like, yeah. Does a few more Drytron things, summons another one, summons a Link Grebo. Uh, normal summon Diviner? Imperm? He was like, oh my goodness. That's rough. And then he like linked the Mubeta in the and the Diviner way and made a Mascarena and just passed on Link Rebo Mascarena. And I was like, oh boy. Ooh, I get to do things this right. time. Yoink. And so I draw for turn. I do some stuff. I banish some stuff. He goes, effective Mascarena. Okay. Okay. Uh, make a Nightmare Unicorn. Shuffle back your Karis. I was like, well, that was my normal summon for the turn. I was like, okay, make Zeus, because uh, I had a barrage in hand. I was like, yeah, just do some Zeus, do some Zeus yeah. things. I hit him for 16, and I was like, okay, Zeus. He's like, all right, cool. And I don't know what was what possessed me to not activate Zeus right there. So I set a call by, I, sit, I pass with a four-stack Zeus. And what, that, what does this man do? Draw for turn, two cards in, from one card in hand to two cards in hand. He goes, oh, that works. Activate Red Eyes Fusion? Oh, come on! I lost probably five games to Dragoon today. Rough. I lost a lot of games to Dragoon. You know what you should totally do? What? Just just, just, just main Prohibition. Every single time you see it, activate Prohibition, declare Red Eyes Dragoon, Dark Dragoon. Dragoon's not a problem anymore! <laughs> Listen, I'm not saying you're wrong. <laughs> yeah, dude, Dragoon's so crazy. Uh, so, he did that, and then he... Uh, 
So that's how I lost game one, and then I got in games two and three. Basically, the same thing happened. Game two, I just made a big op, made it like a four negate Opelousa and had revolt, and I think it's something else that maybe an anti spell. It was just like nothing you can do there. And then, yep. Uh, and then game three, he just, I just had um, what I have I had get gas. He had a good opener, but I. I opened double imperm again. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> yeah, I, that was rough. And so I double impermed him again. Man, I wish I had half the skill you have opening I know, double imperm. Multiple times. Yeah, I'm just so incredibly skillful at the game. Um, turns out if you imperm that Mubay to Fafnir, they just can't play. They just can't play. Good to know. Because they can't detach material from him. To use his ritual material? Because you can't even activate his effect. That's not even an activated effect. It's just part of his effect that they can't use. Yeah. They can still target him so that he can still be 2k, but they can't use him. They can't detach the materials from him. Yeah. So, like, they have to actually tribute him. And That's then rough. If you do it on summon, they can't foolish one. So they've got two material. they got two names that are soaked up underneath him. That they can't do anything with. So they have to link or attribute it away for something to do anything. And they have to hope that they already have their ritual spell and a ritual monster to keep going. And if they don't... it's It makes things super duper awkward for them. Mm-mm-mm. So, it Rough, was, buddy. Yeah, it was really interesting to see. Dude, if you can stop that thing, it makes things so awkward. Um... So, and then, yeah, game three, I just opened the nuts again. Uh, and then round three, I played against Phantom Knights. He dragooned me both games, and I lost both games to Dragoon, more or less. I don't get me wrong. There was more to it than that. There was a lot more interplay. I mean. Yeah, but Dragoon was the nail in the coffin. Yeah, both times. He, it was the literal nail in the proverbial coffin. Yeah, yeah, for sure. He, he had it. And then my last round of the main event, I played against... Um, I don't remember what I played against in the last round. I can picture his setup, but I don't remember the deck. Um, I don't know. It wasn't... I, I can tell you some things that it wasn't, but I can't tell you... It may have been Drytron again, honestly. Yeah, it was. Ah, there you go. I it knew, was Drytron I knew, I knew if you sat there and thought, think of, and had a moment to think about it, you remember... Wait. No, it wasn't. No? I don't know what it was. Dig nabbit! I know I played against another Drytron later in the Attack of the Giant card, which after I lost that round, I immediately dropped. And right as I dropped that round, the Giant card was starting. And so I... Oh, Virtual World. It was Virtual World. There I got, you go. I got two up by Virtual World. Mm. Uh, he was running Dragoon. So then I went from there to uh, the Giant card. Giant card started. I did three rounds there. Uh, first round, there were 40 players. There were 24 buys in the first round. How does that happen? <laughs> so there's 40 players, and they need to eliminate 8. Oh. So 16 have to play, which means there's 24 buys. So there's 24 buys in the first round to get it down to 32. Because everything was single elimination. Okay, okay, I see how. And guess what? Your boy did not get a buy that round. 
Mm. So I have to play an extra round. So I win my first round against, hilariously, a guy from our server, a deal. He messaged me and he was like, hey, we need somebody for a giant card. If you do it, I'll, I'll do, I'll catch, I'll get, I got your entry. I was like, all right, cool. And then I played him round one. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, I literally played him round one. Oh, it was no. such, it was so tragic. He was playing Gren Maju and it was a good game. He got, he got a game off me. Uh, I, I won two one though, but it was a good game. Uh, so a deal. I know you're listening. Shout out. Um, round two, I played against, um, that was, um, Fluffle. Uh, and well then I'm just simply, I hate to say this. I'm simply more skillful than he is. I opened IO and anti-spell in consecutive games. You, I mean, if you have the IO, do you even really need the anti-spell? Oh, no, no, game one was IO, game two was anti-spell. Oh, okay, never mind. Actually, no, game one, it might not have even been IO. I may have just stopped what he did. I don't, I don't know. The, the point is, I got it. Yeah. And, and I know I had anti-spell game two, and there was just nothing he could do in time. So. um, And there was no game three. Uh, he also joined the server, because all the cool kids are joining our Discord server these days. Um... My next opponent was Drytron. Uh, I lost this match. This was the match that I got eliminated. He opened up with a move I've never seen before. Ooh. Gotta hear this. Oh, the Fluffle, the Fluffle guy was actually extremely interesting. Um, he bricked game one. That's what it was. I didn't open IO. He bricked. Oh. And he set one monster, set three back row, and passed. He set double imperm, one unknown, and a monster. And I just like made my whole board. And he was like, okay. And he looked at my board and he looked at what I had going on. He was like, yeah. He's like, you played through double imperm. I think you got it. <laughs> and he's like, he's like, he just picked it up. And he was like, yeah, you got this game. Let's just go into game two. I was like, okay. And we got into game two. And that's, that's what it was. That's how he did get a game off me. Because... We went into game two. I had no idea what I was playing as. I shot it in generic going second cards. I saw three back row. I thought he was playing Guru. Oh my god. Three well, back I row mean, and set one? I thought he was playing Guru. And you never got to see the set one because he just scooped. Exactly. So big, I sighted in Duster. Big brain. Yeah, big I sighted brain. in Duster, Twin Twisters. I sighted in a couple of droplets. And we go into game two, and he just starts doing all these fluffle things. I was like... <gasps> Oh no, I'm in danger. Yeah, because I didn't sign any of my anti-fluffle stuff because I didn't know you were on fluffle. That's exactly what I told him. Whoops! He, he's like, yep, I did it on purpose. And then game three, I went first, and that's when I sided in. Like, anti-spells, nibs, yeah. skullmeisters. Everything you would need. Yeah, and I just, I drew, I drew a bunch of my side deck cards in game, uh, I drew a bunch of side deck cards in game three. And I just won the game. Uh, and then round three, like I said, that's Drytron. He opens his first play of the game. Jack in the Box. Really? Have you ever heard of Jack in the Box? I haven't heard about. I haven't heard the name of that card in a long, it's long. It's from Phantom time. Rage. It's a new yeah. card. Oh, what am I thinking of? Toy Box. Yeah, yeah no, it, this is box. a new card from Phantom Rage. Okay, for those of you that don't know what this card does, select three level one monsters from your deck with different names. Your opponent chooses one to add to their hand. You choose one to add to your hand, and the other one gets shuffled back to the deck. So if you open your Drytron combo with Jack in the Box, you reveal Alpha, Zeta, Gamma. Your opponent adds one to their hand. You get a free 
search, and the other one goes back into your deck. So it gives you a free Drytron name with no restrictions. Isn't that hilarious? Oh, it's Jack in the Hand, not Jack in the Box. Oh, Jack in the Hand. I'm sorry. That's ridiculous. It was a secret rare from Phantom Rage. No, it's a common. It was, it was a common? I, I pulled it up on TCG Player. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So Still, that's that's kind of silly. It is. It was a hilariously cool tech. I've really loved it. I think that guy also joined our server, honestly. Well, hey, well, hey, if, well, hey if he did, that's that's some big brain stuff, my dude. Because then no matter which one your opponent picks... Yeah. You, you, you get to add a combo starter to your hand. Yeah, exactly. The only defects are then you have to run multiples of... All well, of the names. Here's the, thing. here's the thing. You're already running three Alpha. You're already running three Zeta. You're already running three Gamma. And you're already running one to two Delta. Yeah. It only... Re- all, like, all that changes is that now you're required to run two Delta. Not even. Because then you can just do one Alpha, one Zeta, oh, one, that, one Gamma. That's fair. I keep thinking you have to you have to pick one of each. No. You, you only do three. Yeah. Okay. So. My brain's not fully working right now. Um. But yeah, no, no. That, you know, because no matter which one your opponent picks, you have a starter. Yeah. You get a starter. It's amazing. It's really a very nifty card. So, uh, but he opened that and I was like, what the hell am I playing against right now? I was so confused. Um, but yeah, he, long story short, he, uh, I'm not going to blame that on anything but myself. He just really, he just played the game well. Uh, I mean, Jack in the hand. <laughs> yeah. I guess you could say that he had a, Ace up his sli- jack up his sleeve. Yeah, I got game. <laughs> I got game one off him. He got games two and three, I believe. So he just he played well, and uh, it just wasn't in the cards, honestly. I mean, it'd be like that. That's like, that's like the Phantom Knight. Uh, I remember what happened in the Phantom Knights in the main event today, round three. My opening hand game one was Revolt, ten key, ten key, ten key, Ghost Bell. That was my opening hand. How do you... Can... Do you just make a Zeus and pass? Uh... Or no, you were going first, yeah? No, I went second. Oh, yeah, do you just make a Zeus and pass? No, he had a whole... He had a full board. I literally couldn't do anything. Oh, no! He had double fog blade, rank up magic force with a Bardish and the, uh... And the Dark Rebellion, so he was able to rank up into Dark Requiem and pop my only summon. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah, so I was like, uh, Tanky? He's like, yeah, that's cool. Fractal, uh, Nerval, Kit, Normal Summon, Karis, and activate the rank up and pop. And I was like, okay, well, that's the end of my turn. I literally just lose the game now. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah, it, it was crazy. And then game two, I think I opened like Nerval... What I opened? Nerval Thoroughblade. Um, I don't know. I posted it on Twitter. I don't remember what yeah, the yeah. exact hands were. They were weird. But uh, somebody from the server was watching that game, and after that, he was just like, "Yeah, when you just when you can't play the game, you can't play the game." <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know. I don't know. I I was having a good time. Though. I had fun uh, overall. So uh, I don't know. I'm looking forward to the next one. Hopefully, I'll do some more winning mats next time. And Keep winning all these winter mats. Oh yeah, same. Yeah. I'll, uh, hopefully, I'll be able to join next time as well. For sure. Uh, now that I wasted half an hour talking about uh, random tournaments. No, no, no. It's no, it's cool. 
it's still fascinating to hear about how people do a, a various tournaments. Sure. Oh, yeah. Okay, so moving on, uh, we will... New archetype. Yes, new archetype. Okay, so the new archetype we, we have for Grand Creators, um, it's the archetype that they described as an Exceed archetype that saves souls. They're called the Exorcisters. Which I have not read these at all between the between the wreck and all this stuff I've been doing. I have not had time. So the idea is that they're nuns that do exor- exorcisms. That is their shtick. So to start with, we have Exorcister Elise. Okay. Um, let's see. She's a level five. Uh, level. My bad. Level five. She's a level four light spell caster. Five hundred attack, eight hundred defense. If any of these were level five, it would be so much worse. I know, right? Okay, so uh, you can only use this card's uh, this card names first and second effects once per turn. One, if you control an Exorcister monster. Basically, control another member of this archetype. You can splash them this card from your hand. Then, if you control Exorcister Stella, gain 800 life points. Uh, two, if this card leaves any graveyard, if a card or cards leaves any graveyards by an opponent's card, you can splash them an Exorcister Exceed monster from your extra deck. Using this card, you control as material. It's treated as an Exceed summon. Okay, so something you're going to notice is that all of these cards have that effect. If a card leaves any graveyard by an opponent's card you can special an exorcist or exceeds monster from your extra using this card's material yes it lets you make one stack exceed monsters the key thing though though is that it has to, it has to leave the field by their card effect but that but based on that if you're like let's say you no, hand tra- the graveyard it has to leave the graveyard yeah doesn't matter what why though so let's say you hand trap your opponent and they activate um call by call by the grave hey a monster left the graveyard overlay yeah, and you, you can stack all of their effects too. Oh yeah, no, oh yeah, no. Like so, if you have four of them out and they do that, just four boom, overlays boom, boom, boom. right there. Pop, 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 pop. Yeah. Um. Also, all of them, all the main deck ones, all have this effect where if you control Exorcister name, gain eight hundred life points. They all have this effect toward another one. For instance, Elise ha- is connected to Stella, who who is the next card on the list, actually. Right. Uh, no, Exorc- Il- Elaine. So Stella yes. is connected to Elaine. Yes. Uh, so Exorcister Stella, level 4 light spellcaster. No, Elaine. You just read Stella. No, I just... Oh, no, no, I just read Elise. That was Elise I just read. Oh, okay, I scrolled too far. Yeah, so next up is Stella. Level 4 light spellcaster, 300 attack, 800 defense... You can only use this card's names first and second effects once per turn. During your main phase, you can special summon an Exorcister monster from your hand. Then if you control Exorcister Elise, gain 800 life points. So, if you activate Stella to special summon Elise, you gain 1600 life points. Because both their effects will pop off. Right. And then, the if a card leaves any graveyard, blah, 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 blah. The standard Exorcister effect. Right. The next up we have Elaine. Level 4 light, Spellcaster. Uh, 400 attack, 800 defense. Same thing, but you can return an Exorcister card in your hand to the bottom of the deck, draw a card, and then if you control Exorcister Sophia, gain 800 life points. Okay. Sophia is, if you control another Exorcister monster, she's also level 4 light, spellcaster, 100 attack, 800 defense. If you control another Exorcist monster, draw one card, then if you control a lane, gain 800 life points. Okay, so the main deck names are Elise, Elaine, Stella, Stella. and Sophia. Yes. That is so 
gonna confuse me. Yeah, uh, Elaine and Sophia are connected, and then Stella and Elise's Elise's effects are connected. The artworks are kind of cool, though. I know, right? Uh, and so if you notice how, let's see, how two of them are carrying around these big bags, there's a reason for that, which we'll get to in a second. The Exceed Monsters, the, the, you know, the picture of the, like, the lady with the white outfit, with the big sword that everybody, that a couple of people thought was, uh, uh, floridly out of her armor. Yeah. That's Exorcister, uh, Michaelise, combining the name Michael and Elise. So, Michaelise? Yes. Like Rank 4 Light Warrior Exceed Effect Monster, 2500 attack, 1800 defense, Exceed Materials, 2 level 4 monsters, generic. Um, you can only use this card's first and third effects once per turn. If this card was exceed summon, uh, pre- if this card was exceed summon previously this turn by using the Exorcister Monstrous Material Quick Effect, target one card in your opponent's controls or in the graveyard, banish it. So you can target any card in their field or grave. Yep. Um, and the thing is, is that it says that you just have to have used, the- and you can only do it the turn you exceed summon it using an Exorcister Monster. And that includes uh, your opponent do like special summoning a monster out of graveyard, and you just popping it on top of something. One monster reborn ends your whole career. Yeah, you just immediately yeah you just immediately banish what they just monster born or something else, or if you even just hard make them normally. So as long as you have an exorcist, should be um, accounted for is that uh, if you so it's it's very critical to know. Um, uh, you know what? Let's finish reading the effect then. Yeah, I'll... yeah. Uh, two. Cannot be shrouded by battle with monsters that are special summoned from the graveyard. And three. You can detach one from this card at, to search any exorcist or spell or trap from deck to hand. So it's really critical to note that let's just say in the instance of, um, just say in the instance of monster reborn. Um, something something to note about the way that their effects would stack on a chain. So, activate Monster Born, for example, targeting just uh, Prank Kids. They run Monster Born. So, say Prank Kids fancies. Yeah. Um, so, the way that this effect would resolve is just say, for example, uh, you control Exorcister Elise. And your opponent activates Monster Born targeting fancies. So, how this works is Monster Born effect resolves fancies get summoned then elise triggers on a new chain on a new chain and summons herself i mean and summons uh an exes yeah so say mika elise so then if your opponent has no responses then that resolves and then you summon mika elise and then at that point it becomes a quick effect to target one monster your opponent controls or in the graveyard and banish it but not on summon Correct. So, what this means is, uh, for the for the astute listeners, if you have an Elise on field, and your opponent Monster Reborns, say the Monster Reborn a Pancratops, you can, uh, if they summon Pancratops, there is they have the timing to activate his effect because the summon will resolve. Mm-hmm. So you just you need to be careful. I, I'm pretty sure that's correct. If that if that's not correct, I'm sure somebody will correct me. But yeah, um, the card has to be 
in the proper place to so basically because these cards are trigger effects they'll activate uh on the resolution of the chain in which their trigger was met so um you have to wait basically for the chain to kind of like if you tri brigade revolt is like chain like two or three you have to wait for the whole chain to resolve before you can activate all your tri brigade effects so it's just, it's just something to be something to be aware of, cognizant of. Now, something that you can absolutely now something that will that so basically in the case of revolt, what would happen is the chain would resolve with your shrag coming out, but right. then on the chain where shrag's effects popping off, all the other effects are popping off, is when you could then pop off their overlay effects. Correct, and then there would be a then once they are successfully summoned, there would be yet another effect that successful. Okay, so. A great example, if you activate Tri Brigade Revolt while Elise is on field, you can uh, activate Revolt, uh, successfully resolve Revolt. As long as you summoned a monster from the graveyard, you would summon, do all your summons, perform a Link Summon, summon Omen, and then Chain Link 1, depending on whose turn it is, yeah. uh, they might be Chain Link 1. Uh, but if it's on your turn, then you would do chain link one omen, chain link two nerval, chain link three kit, for example. And, and then, then chain link four would be the Elise. Elise. Right. Yeah. So then how it resolves at that point is Elise summons the Exorcister. And then the uh, kit, kit resolves, nerval resolves, Shurag resolves. Shurag resolves here. And Shurag can banish that Exorcister before she has a chance to activate her effect. Correct. So you have to be... That's what I'm saying is... I'm, that's what I'm trying to say is... You have to you be have, very cognizant on when you when, when you pop them off. Right. You, you have to be careful because if you s activate them when a... Like at the, at the later part of a chain, you have a chance for them not to get their effects before they get removed from the field. Correct. Because they have to wait until the chain is resolved before they can start activating their effects. Exactly. Um... So in the case of Tri Brigade, it's not the best because of because of how Tri Brigade likes to use not revolt. after revolt. Yeah, yeah. Like any of your other ones, it'll probably be like if they you know if they're just banishing for the um, effect, then it'd probably be fine depending upon whether or not they're like yeah I'm just gonna go straight for Shurag. If they're going straight for Shurag, something like that. Yeah. Anyway, but uh, so that was uh, Mikalise. Yeah, Mikalise. Uh, next up is Exorcister. Caspatel, rank four light warrior, twenty three hundred attack, eight hundred defense. Yep. Generic uh, two level fours. Um, yep. Can only discards first and third effects once per turn. If this card succeeds, was succeed summoned by using an exorcist or monster you control as material, you can activate this effect for the rest of the turn. Neither player can special summon from the graveyard. Big oof. Um, cannot be sure why battle with monsters special from the graveyard. All the exorcist or exceeds have that effect. Yeah. So that it's important to note that the. Oh, well, yeah, finish the third effect. Third effect is detach one, add an exorcist or monster from deck to hand. So the important part about this is if it if this card is exceeded someone by an exorcist or monster, by using an exorcist or as material, uh, a colon, you can activate this effect, semicolon. For the rest of this turn, neither player can special summon. So what that is is that's a trigger effect that happens... Um, On a new chain after it gets summoned. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Then after that, we have exorcist Jabrine, uh, length, rank 4 light warrior, 1400 attack, 2800 defense. Um, again, generic. Uh, if it was exceed summon uh, previously this turn using an exorcist or monster's material, quick effect, target one effect monster your opponent controls. Negate its effects for the rest of the turn. 
And can't do troll by battle by blah blah blah. You can attach one. For the rest of this turn, all the monsters you control will gain 800 attack. I tell you what, it does leave some very, very interesting uh, interactions, though. Just with the amount of stuff you can do. I mean, if your opponent does something from their graveyard, you basically can decide, do I want to quick effect negate? Do I want to stop special summons from the graveyard? Do, do I, I want to just banish, banish something? Yeah, I mean, it's... Really, an interesting amount of interplay that can go into this. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, and if your opponent does it during your turn, then you also have then you also have to think of, well, I can also just search, <laughs> get a free search. There's all kinds of things you can do there, right? Uh, or you can just straight up go for game by detach one. All your exceed monsters gain 800 attack. Yeah. Uh, so the last one is Exor Sister Usofiel. Mm-hmm. Uh, I ranked four light warrior exceeds effect monster, 2,100 attack, and 1,800 defense. Uh, the materials is two level fours. You can, two, just any two level four monsters. Uh, you can only use the first and third effects once per turn. Uh, if this card is exceed summoned by using an extra sister monster's material, you can activate this effect. For the rest of this turn, neither player can activate any card effect in the graveyard. So, not just monsters, but cards. Mm-hmm. Uh, two cannot be destroyed by activated monster effects for monsters that are special from the graveyard. Uh, and three, you can detach one material from this card, then target one monster your opponent controls, return it to the hand. So, you can either get a compulse, you can get a banish, you can get a... Compulse, you can get... I said that already. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. No. I mean, you can get banish, compulse, uh... Gain 800. Yeah, 800. Search one. Yeah, search a spell or trap or monster. All kinds of things you can get there. For real. It's a good... The monsters have some good effects. Oh, wait till you hear the spells. Yeah, I, I'm i really curious to see what the spells do. Because, I, like I said, I, I don't know what any of this does. This is really interesting. Alright, so first off, we have Exorcister Amento. Quick play spell. You can only activate one card with this card's name per turn. You can only activate your this card during your opponent's turn unless your opponent controls a monster that was special summoned from the graveyard. Pay 800 life points and target one Exorcist monster you control, special summon from your extra deck, an Exorcist exceed monster with a different name from the monsters you control by using that monster control's material. This trigger is an exceed summon, transfer materials to summon monster. Yo, that's pretty good. Yep. Now, keep in mind that it also specifies you can target an Exorcist... Is that a... You can special summon... Uh, a one an exorcister exceed monster with a different name for the monster you control by using that monster you control. You can so if you have uh, let's say you have uh, Usofiel if you, and you want to switch it over to Jabrine, mm -hmm. activate this you can overlay the Jabrine over the Usofiel. Oh, true. There's literally nothing stopping you from doing that. You just can't overlay. That's why they specify it has to be a different name. Like similar how Zodiacs can stack on top of each other. Exactly. Right. But they, can, they the Exorcisters can only do it through this through this quick play. Right. Um, but that's the reason why they specify you. So you can't just do an uh, an Usofiel on top of another Usofiel. Right. It's got to be two different ones. Um, a continuous spell card called Exorcister, uh, Carpa Diable. Like Carpe Diem, but Dival. Um, let's see, you can only use the second and third effects once per turn. Uh, extra sister monsters you control cannot be targeted by monster effects from monsters that are special summoned from the graveyard. 
If you're two, if you exceed summon an Exorcist monster, declare a card name for the rest of this turn. Negate the activated effects and the effects on the field of cards with that original name. Three, when an attack is declared involving your Exorcist monster, target a spell or trap your opponent controls. Destroy it. Yo. So it's a so anytime you exceed summon, it you you get to just prohibit a card a card. Yeah. And then when you attack, just also pops pop on their back row. It's, it's pretty good. Oh yeah, all all in the same card. And then they have a trap card called Exorcister Vadis. Normal trap card. You can activate one one card with this card's name per turn. Pay eight hundred for the rest of the turn after this card resolves. You cannot special summon from the monsters from the extra deck except Exorcister monsters. Also, special summon two Exorcister monsters from your deck, but but so that the first name the first name is listed in the seconds text. But shuffle them back to the deck during the end phase. Okay, so you can get like either Elise and Sophie or. Um... No, no, you can get Elise and Stella, Stella or or Elaine and Sophia. Okay. It has to be any combination of those two. And, and then, then they also, also ties of the brethren. Yeah, they also mention ties of the brethren because it kind they kind of like the card. It's nice to have in the deck. It's not needed, but um, yeah, like this deck also loves reinforcement of the army. And honest, any light are, warrior. I was gonna say, are they all light? They're all uh, well. Okay, so the main deck ones are all light spellcasters. The exceeds are all light warriors. So for those that don't know what Ties of the Brethren does, pay 2,000 life points, then target one level 4 lower monster you control for the rest of this turn after this card resolves. You cannot special summon monsters. Also, special summon two monsters from your deck with the same type, attribute, and level as that monster, but with different names from each other and that monster. And you cannot conduct your battle phase the turn you activate this card. So ideally what you could do is that if you know your opponent is about to do, is about to special, is about to do Monster Born or something like that, you just activate this. And put a couple more names on the board, and then you can just go nuts. Yeah, then pass turn, when your opponent activates that card, overlay on top. Cause Right. It and seems useful. Oh, yeah. It's not the best. Um, I Okay, so this archetype seems like it's incredibly format-dependent. Oh, absolutely. Um, it, it's best in formats where, they, where a lot of the decks do lots of manipulation of the graveyard via... Um, banishing the banishing for their own costs, special summoning constantly. A great example of that would be this format right now. Yeah, I, I mean, mean, think about it. Prank, prank kids, kids Tri Brigade, Dragon Link, Drytron, Drytron, all love special summoning uh, from the grave. Special or just moving stuff in and out of the grave. Uh, for instance, with Dragon Link, when they drop Levianir, they have to banish three, which immediately pops off their the Exorcister effects. Right. You know, to just overlay on top. Um, you know, Tri Brigade, you know, all the Tri Brigade monsters can do that whole banish to cheat out a Link monster, uh, plus Revolt. Uh, Drytron likes recurring their spells out of the grave, uh, which also triggers their effects. Right. Um, and plus, all the Drytrons can activate in grave. So. Yeah. Um, but they don't, I don't think they move anything in, uh, through the grave, I don't think. They summon themselves out of the graveyard when they activate in graves. There so, you go. Yeah, that like, would pop off their effects as well. It's so like a common Drytron play. Is like if you have, Say you have Zeta and Alpha in hand. Uh, you would activate Zeta Tribute Alpha. So Alpha goes to grave and Zeta summons itself and you start mm-hmm. to ritual spell. Yeah. And then you... Or better yet, activate Alpha Tribute Zeta. 
Zeta goes to grave, Alpha summons, and you search Ben 10. And then you tribute the Ben 10 in hand to activate Zeta in grave. And Zeta would summon itself from graveyard. Ben 10 would get tributed. You would search a ritual spell. And then Ben 10 activates. So you, you've, you're you already summoning one from grave right there. Oh, yeah. Uh, something else you can do, which I, found, which I just realized, was with a quick play, if your opponent targets one of your... Uh, one of your uh, exorcisters, you can just during their turn, you can just chain the uh, equip spell and the quick play and switch it over to a different one. Yeah, that's true. And then dodge it. Targets not on the field. Yeah, and, you know, do, you know, let you dodge some silly stuff. Um, overall, it, like I said, the like you said, the archetype is very format dependent. We're in a we're in a, actually right now we're in a fairly good format for it. Um, I mean, even with uh, you know the upcoming archetypes like Sword Soul uh, and the B trooper archetype that's that just came out that probably Flunderies. Well, I don't think. Well, no, because Flunderies don't do anything with the graveyard. Yeah, that's what I don't know. I don't know uh, how how reliant on the graveyard is Sword Soul. I don't know yet. We are. Uh, I'm not. I'm personally not 100 percent sure on that. Because uh, as far as I know, they just synchro summon and stuff just kind of goes to the graveyard, and I don't think they recur out. Um, I think to be a some to be any kind of a synchro summon heavy deck, you, you kind of really have, have to, to. Yeah, you have to have some kind of recursion. Maybe. Well, I'm not. I don't have the cards right here in front of me. And right, you know it. You know it has been out, and you know I don't watch a lot of OCG. I don't watch a lot of OCG. I just kind of read the articles when they come out. So I'm not 100 percent sure on that. But we'll have to wait and see. It'll um, be interesting to see exactly how this archetype fits into other formats. Oh, absolutely. This is, you know, it's definitely going to be an absolutely fascinating archetype. For sure. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, next we have uh, my favorite thing that nobody else seems to like. A bunch of Dark Magician and Blue Eyes support. Oh, yeah. uh, but before we get into that, uh, we should probably talk about our sponsor. Absolutely. Our continued so, sponsor. That's it. So, we do have a sponsor to talk about, which is ETB Games in Alexandria, Louisiana, uh, called Enter the Battlefield Games. So... They were gracious enough to sponsor us for what we do is basically we talk a little bit about the shop, let everybody know how much we love going there personally. It is our locals, but the cool thing is they host uh, Battle City Days once a month or so-ish. So this month's Battle City Day is on uh, August 21st, which is this upcoming Saturday. So if you're basically within like three and a half to four hours, I think it's worth coming out. Uh, the prize support is pretty awesome. This weekend's or this coming uh, main event is a goat format tournament, and there will be advanced tournaments on the side as well as we might get a 2011 plant synchro format tournament going. Um, you that know. that'd be cool. Yeah. So if you are interested, please be sure to come by, check us out. Um, typically, me and Caleb will are there. I don't think I'll be there this weekend because of some personal stuff and i don't have a ride yeah so but be sure to check it out it is a great venue and then also be sure to check them out online at etbgames.com their link to that is in the description below as always as always so thank you again so much for everybody for checking that out um so on to the dark magician blue eye support cards this is, uh, now, um, as far as we know, this is all coming out of the set after... Well, no. Okay, so we have three cards coming from uh, the Megatons. Yes. And then there's uh, cards coming from uh, the... What you call it? Uh, yeah, the uh, Battle of Chaos. Yeah, yeah. So the three cards coming from the Megatons, 
the first card is a field spell card called Magician Salvation. Uh, you can only activate a card with this card's name once per turn, and you can only activate the second effect of this card's name once per turn. So, first effect, when this card's activation resolves, you can set one Eternal Soul directly from your deck, which is pretty good. Um, second effect, which is this is the once per turn effect, if you normal or special any Dark Magicians or Dark Magicians girls, yeah, Dark Magician with an S at the end, or Dark Magician girl with an S at the end, so... just. Just so you're aware, if you if you it's so weird to read. Spe- if you special summon two dark magicians or a dark magician and a dark magician girl or one, yeah, um, it, it do- doesn't matter how many you summon. When you summon anything that has dark magician, dark magician girl in its name, yeah, you can target one of those monsters. Special summon from the graveyard one dark magician or dark magician girl whose name is different from the target. So if like you summon one dark magician, then you can summon one dark magician girl. If you summon two dark magicians, you can summon one dark magician girl. But if you summon a dark magician and a dark magician girl. You can pick one or the other, and you get the opposite. Right. So, so let's say you summon Dark Magician, Dark Magician Girl. You want a second Dark Magician. Effect, target Dark Magician Girl. Second Dark Magician. Exactly. In um, that situation. Yeah, it's, a, it's an interesting card. Uh, continuous spell card called Shatter the Darkness. You can only use each of this card's name once per turn. Each effect of this card's name once per turn. Uh, first effect. If you normal or special summon a non-token normal monster, you can draw one card. Just that easy. Uh, when one of the following monsters you control declares an attack and battles an opponent's monster until the end of the turn, the monster gains attack equal to the attack of your opponent's monster. A l- so when one of the following, so these are the following, so a level 5 or higher normal monster, a ritual summoned monster that uses a normal monster, or a fusion, synchro, or XC summoned monster that used a normal monster as material. So one thing I want to point out is notice how none of this specifically designates that it has to be Dark Magician. It's just... A normal monster. Yep. Guess, guess who loves nor- loves spamming the same normal monster over and over again? Uh, Sue Ships. Magic Key. Dude, you know what's so funny? What's that? They had to specify a non-token normal monster. Cause I know. that cause they John Jangs. Exactly. Cause they, they the love, Sword Souls. Because they love spamming the uh, to- the tokens. Not just, not just Sword Soul. Um... Lots of decks. Yeah, bloody um the B Trooper deck. Uh, if you're running multiplication of answer the field spell, pump out tokens over or, and over. Or all of the um, all of these synchro spam, synchro climb, link climb decks like uh, yeah that run uh Alka Fibrax. Yeah, anything with the Hauke Fibrax or Rordon. Yeah. Nope, none of that. Yep, it's got to be a your bog standard vanilla like Saber Source or Cabazal. Right. Well, level five or higher normal, or a ritual summon monster uses normal, or a fusion synchro sees. They use no normal as a material. So, um, if you're running like, you know, a dark magician deck, almost anything will get you the prerequisite materials. Oh yeah. Or if you're running Sue Ship, you're anytime you you overlay, you're going to be using the vanilla. Right. So then it'll get. So then not only will you then get to draw a card just for activating one of your card effects, you'll then also get the, you know, attack buff. yeah, the attack buff just for swinging over something. Which pretty much turns a turns a direct turns any attack over a monster into a direct attack. Right. Plus, you also eliminate their monster. So the next is a continuous trap card called the True Light. You can only use the first effect of this card's name once per turn. Uh, first effect: apply one of the following. Special summon one blue eyes white dragon from your hand or graveyard. Uh, directly set to your field from your deck one spell or trap that specifically lists the card blue eyes white dragon in its text. 
that has a different name from the cards you control and in your graveyard. Second effect. Blue Eyes White Dragon in your monster zone cannot be targeted by your opponent's card effects. Third effect. If this face-up card and spell and trap card zone is sent to the graveyard, destroy all monsters you control. So, for those people that don't know, this is basically almost exactly the same as Eternal Soul, for but a little bit better. So, it does all the same things that Eternal Soul does. But it's for Blue Eyes. Right. It uh, If it's sent to the graveyard, uh, it destroys all monsters you control. Uh, it allows you to special summon a Blue Eyes White Dragon or... Uh, it lets you summon a Blue Eyes White Dragon from hand or graveyard once per turn. Uh, this one lets you directly set a spell or trap from your hand or deck. or set, It allows you set one to your field from your deck that specifically is Blue Eyes, which is way better than the Dark Magician version because Eternal Soul does not do that. Yeah. And if it did, you could set Dark Magical Circle, which would be broken. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, we all know the only cards anybody would ever set with this Bingo Machine Go. Let's go! <laughs> yeah, dude, that card's awesome. So, I don't know near as much about the Blue Eyes White Dragon deck as I know about the Dark Magician deck. Because, you know, I ran the Dark Magician deck. I never ran Blue Eyes White Dragon. But, what I do know is, that card's really good. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So, uh, so next up is new another wave of support coming out in... Woo! Yeah, coming out in uh, Battles of Chaos, which is the next core, core set after Dawn of Magic, or uh, not Dawn of Magic, the core set Burst after of Burst of Destiny. Yeah, it's so, the next OCD set. For those that don't know, sometimes YG Organization does some hilarious uh, URLs. The URL for this one is ygorganization.com/slash the story of an angry wizard. <laughs> oh, that's good. And because it's all Dark Magician support, literally all of this. Oh so. yeah, uh, and like actually the actually the the first line of this article is, I'll have you know the game is called Dual Monsters. <laughs> so the first card here, which it shows, shows the pack cover, which the pack cover looks awesome. Yes, we we also know who that monster is. Who's what monster? What the name of the monster that's on the front? And we'll get there. It's the last one on the list. The, so the first one is. Magi Karibo! It is Karibo cosplaying Dark Magician. I'm just, Literally. First time I saw it, I was, I was like, hey guys, he, he turned himself, Karibo, Dark Magician turned himself into Karibo. Funniest thing I've ever seen. I, You know what I, my headcanon is that Karibo is actually just Kirby and he ate Dark Magician. <laughs> you do know that Karibo just means chestnut man, right? I don't, I don't understand what that means. The name Karibo, it means chestnut man. Chestnut man. Yes. Why is that? Because he looks like a chestnut. Oh, I guess. Very hairy chestnut. So it's a level one dark fiend effect monster, 300 attack, 200 defense. You can only use this card's names first and second effect each once per turn. Uh, first effect, during the main or battle phase, if you took battle damage or damage from an opponent's card effect this turn, quick effect, you can send this card from your hand to the graveyard, special summon one dark magician or dark magician girl from your deck or graveyard. The second effect, if a face-up spellcaster monster you control is destroyed by battle or opponent's card effect, you can add this card from your graveyard to your hand. So, um, it's not really good, but it's cute. Oh, absolutely. It's adorable. Alright, the next I mean, card... it's Kribo cosplaying as Dark Magician. Let's not... It's just, so awesome. Just get three, stick them in your binder so you can look at them. I hope they're secret rare, just because they're adorable. Uh, let's see, in the OCG, it is a commoner super. Uh. Nope, no. It is a secret. It's probably got multiple rarities. Maybe knowing them. So the next, next up, card is Dimension Conjurer. Level one dark spellcaster, five hundred attack and defense. 
Uh, let's see. You can only use the cards first and second effects once per turn. What's normal special summon? Add a magical dimension from deck or graveyard to hand. If this card is sent from the monster zone to the graveyard, draw cards equals the number of spellcaster monsters you control. It plays the same number of cards from your deck, from your hand on top of your deck in any order. So, is magical dimension any good? Not really. Oh. Okay, so another card that's not very good. I mean, the whole cycling your hand is neat. I mean, yeah. Okay, next up is Timaeus, the Dragon of Destiny. Okay, I'm going to be honest, I'm looking at Magical Dimension because I forgot what that card does. Fair enough. While you're doing that, I'll explain who Timaeus is. So, in the arc, after uh, Battle City... Oh yeah, this card sucks. Timaeus or... Magical Dimension. If you control a spellcaster, if you control a spellcaster monster, you can target one monster you control. Tribute that target, then special on a spellcaster monster from your hand, then you can destroy a monster on field. It's, kinda, it's a, I mean, it's a quick play, which is cool. It's kind of lame. You have to have a spellcaster on the field and in your hand already. Yeah, it's lame. Anyway, it's all right. So, so basically, they did a movie. I think it was. No, it was an entire arc. Okay, yeah, it's a whole story arc where they basically went to Atlantis and met these three dragons. I thought- uh, I thought this was from the when they went into the video game world. No, this is after that. Oh, okay. That was a filler arc. Oh, this was also a filler arc. Well, it was a filler arc between uh, no, battles. This event, was this a filler arc or was it a, sto- a central story arc? I don't remember. It doesn't matter. Anyway, anyway, so basically there are these three dragons. Timaeus is one of them. Uh, another and Critias. Yeah, Critias and. Don't remember the one I actually... Hermos. Huh? Hermos. Hermos. Hermos is the only one that I've ever actually used. So the whole shtick was was that uh, Hermos fused with Red Eyes Black Dragon and made the Red Eyes Black Dragon sword. Ceratos uh, uh, would fuse with Trap Cards. He only ever fused with two. Crush Card and Mirror Force. There are lots of the Mirror Force versions. Yeah. Uh, the Mirror Force one was called Mirror Force Dragon. It was Crush Card Dragon and Mirror Force Dragon. Um, These cards got printed in the TCG. These are actual cards. Well, that's the thing, because we never got the dragons. We only ever got the Eye, Fang, and Claw. It was the Eye of Her... Oh, yeah, okay. It was the Eye which of... Which was the fusion spells. Which was the fusion spells to make them. Um, Timaeus uh, fused with Dark Magician Girl to make Dark Magician Girl the Dragon Knight... And with Dark Magician to make Dark Magician the Dragon Knight. Oh, okay. Um, you know, and Konami did a whole, you know, because they released the alt art of Dark Magician Girls with all that stuff. So now we're getting Timaeus himself. So let's see if he's actually any good. Level 8 Light Dragon Effect Monster. Uh, 2800 Attack, 1800 Defense. You can only use this card's first and second effects once per turn. You can send a Spellcaster Monster... Or a spell or trap that specifically lists the card Dark Magician in its text from your hand or face one you fill to the graveyard. Splash on this card from your hand. Amazing. And he's level 8. Isn't Dark Magician level 7? Doesn't matter. But, um, during your main phase, you can fusion summon a fusion monster from your extra deck using monsters from your hand or field as fusion material, including at least one spellcaster. This card is amazing. Hold, that, hold on, because you... That makes uh, actually fusion act- actively hard making Dart Magician Girl the Dragon Knight and Dart Magician uh, the Dragon Knight actually really easy because their requirements is Dart Magician and Dart Magician Girl and a dragon. You know what it- else is Dart Magician and one dragon type monster? 
Who? Dragoon. <laughs> Let's not talk about Dragoon. <laughs> this, is, this is just Dragoon Turbo. It's just Dragoon. Timaeus, it's just Dragoon Turbo. <laughs> granted, <laughs> it's not... realizing it's just Dragoon yeah, Turbo. <laughs> granted, it's not a full power Dragoon, because you're only using one normal monster to make it. Yeah. But, but it's still Dragoon. It's still Dragoon. <laughs> you still get a negate. He still beefs. He still can't yeah. be targeted. He still can't be destroyed. It's, it's still Dragoon. This is Dragoon Turbo. Dark Magician deck has become Dragoon Turbo with this dude. No, no. Literally, Dark Magician decks are just Dragoon Turbo at this point. And this is also a secret. Yeah, I'm not surprised. I mean, it's awesome. Uh, next card is Illusion of Chaos. Level 7 Dark Spellcaster Ritual Effect Monster. 2100 attack, 2500 defense. So just inverse Dark Magician stats. You can Ritual Summon this card with Chaos Form. which is So we're finally getting the Dark Magician Chaos Form Ritual yep. Monster. You can only use this card name first and second effects once per turn each. And number 1, you can reveal this card in your hand. Add one Dark Magician or one non-Ritual Monster that specifically lists... That card's name in its text from your deck to your hand. Then place one card from your hand on the top of the deck. Awesome. Two, when your opponent activates a monster effect, quick effect, you can return this card to the hand, and if you do, special on one Dark Magician from your graveyard, and if you do, negate that effect. Double awesome. So you that's, can... That's a surprisingly good ritual monster. Oh, it's, it's, it's one of the best standalone ritual monsters the game's had in a long time. Oh, yeah. I mean, just just a single ritual monster that you can play in a deck. You know, not sure. I mean, you've got the entire uh, ritual archetype of Drytron, but I mean, it's good. And I for mean, those... just the reveal to search for just to just search for any non-ritual monster that lists Dark Magician. Yeah, and so for those that are wondering about Chaos Form specifically, like exactly how it's worded and exactly how everything works here. Um, it's a ritual spell card. Uh, you can this card can be used to ritual summon any chaos or black luster soldier ritual monster. You must also tribute monsters from your hand and or field hand or field and or banish blue eyes white dragon or dark magician from your graveyard. So you can either tribute them from your hand or field or banish it from your graveyard, whose total levels exactly equal the level of the chaos or BLS ritual monster you ritual summon. So normally you're supposed to do this well before you could only do this with uh what was it blue eyes chaos dragon so there's blue eyes chaos dragon blue eyes chaos max dragon and there is a black luster soldier chaos ritual monster yeah and now we're getting illusion of chaos the dart magician version right who is level seven so a single dart magician covers the entire right and you, which you can banish from your graveyard but then you have to run a ritual monster with a ritual card. The counterpoint to that is that it doesn't matter because once per turn, every turn, you can just reveal them in your hand yeah, and, search. and search a Dark Magician monster or a non-ritual monster that lists Dark Magician in his text. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, so yeah. you can summon Magician's Rod. You can. Mm, that's I mean, fair. Yeah. You can search Magician's Rod. You can search Magician's Souls. You can search Dark Magician Girl. You can search Dark Magician himself. Mm-hmm. You can search any Dark Magician monster. Oh, actually, or any spell or trap, too, because it just says uh, any... Non-ritual... No, it has to be a monster. Yeah. Yeah. Still, that's that's pretty good. Yeah, that's pretty good. And then... Then you have to place a card on, from your hand on top. You could very well just place him on top. Next turn, draw, reveal, search again. Right. So that, that's interesting. Uh, last card is a, is a monster who's on the front of the pack. It is a fusion. Dark Master of Chaos. 
Uh, level 8 Dark Spellcaster, 3,000 attack, 2,500 defense. Materials. Dark Magician, plus 1 Chaos or Black Luster Ritual Monster. Gee, I wonder where we can get that at. You can only use this card, use the, you can only use the first, second, and third effects of this card's name once per turn. If this card is Fusion Summon, target a light or dark monster in the graveyard. Special summon it. Broken. Two, you contribute a light, one light, and one dark monster. Banish all monsters your opponent controls. Broken. If this Fusion Summon card is controlled by battle or card effect, target a spell card in your graveyard, add it back to your hand. For the third time. Broken. Lots of potential here. Also, it looks it looks like it looks a lot like Dark Paladin. And this is the cover card for the set. Yeah. There's a ton of potential here. Oh, and absolutely. And I am really, 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 really curious now as to with the amount of support that both of these archetypes have, is some kind of a hybrid chaos blue eyes dark magician deck possible? No. What? What do you mean no? Why? Because, there's like... Too, is there just too many cards for each of them? There's just way too many cards that each of the decks need to run just for the deck, just for a single deck to function. I mean, think about it. Three Chaos Form. Mm-hmm. Three Dark Magician, three Blue Eyes. Three Magician Souls. Maybe three Magician's Rod is it's probably your only normal summon. Like, one to Maius, uh, probably one to two each of the Ritual Monsters. Um... Probably three polymerization, I guess. One magicalized fusion. Uh, yeah, they, yeah, about to say uh, that. Two eternal to, yeah. soul. Two of the blue eyes tablet trap card that we read earlier. Um, I, I mean, there's like a legitimate, there's a legitimate discussion to be had here. I think on a combined blue eyes dark magician deck. I mean, this this supports enough, uh, because you need light and dark monsters and. Mm-hmm there's this could the payoff for this card is so great that plus i mean oh wait 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 i just thought of a combo hold on so you have the fusion you have the ritual in hand and you have dark magician and oh and, on field. and i would just like to say dark magician plus blue eyes alternative is a uh dragoon yeah uh so what you can do is activate Timaeus, fuse uh the Illusion of Chaos with your black with your Dark Magician. Oh, Timaeus is light. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Okay. Drop then drop then drop the uh Dark Master Chaos. His effect will immediately pop off, giving you back your Dark Magician. Effect attribute off Timaeus and Dark Magician. Board wipe three K right. direct. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Granted, it requires having a Dark Magician. The it requires having Timaeus on board with Dark Magician and uh Illusion of Chaos either in your hand or on board, which isn't hard. No, I mean everything is so searchable now. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like, like particularly and just, everything just freely special summon the dark magician. Like 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 idea like re- realistically, all you need to do this is illusion of chaos, and that's it. Yeah. The deck. I'm telling you, there's something here. People may not acknowledge it, but all the waves of support that this deck has had in the past: soul servants, magician souls. The Dark Magicians, Red Eyes Dark Dragoon. This deck is more than playable. This deck is downright competitive. It gets down and dirty to do it. Uh, it focuses on a kind of slower control game between Eternal Soul. I mean, think about it. You've already got a loop established with Eternal Souls and Dark Magical Circle, where every turn you can special summon a monster at spell speed 2, you can spell summon a Dark Magician, and then every time a Dark Magician is special summoned, 
you can banish a card on your opponent's field every single time. Oh yeah, and then of course, like, then of course, you also have the board wipe potential. Just go with for game with the Dark Master of Chaos. Yeah, and again you seven, with the you have access to a rank seven toolbox. Yeah. Um. Now, now the thing about Blue Eyes about the reason the thing the reason why is because Blue Eyes loves taking advantage of the rank eight toolbox. Yeah. So if you can splash them together, it would like, be a heavy. It would be. You're talking about an extra that's really tight. See, the thing is, though, the Dark Magician extra deck is not that tight. I mean, you run one Flare, you run one of that Fusion, two Dragoons, and past that... Oh, wait, Timaeus is level 8. Yeah, a level 8 light Dragon-type monster. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. I mean, you run two to three Dragoons, you run uh, the Dark Magicians, you run the... uh, You run maybe... If you're feeling crazy, if, if you're running three Apprentice Illusion Magician, which I think you should, then you would run, like, the Norito the Moral Leader, which you can rank up into another one, um, who I don't remember the name of. Neither do I. Uh, I mean, maybe? It's going to take a lot of testing. Oh, don't think I won't put this together. <laughs> I, I mean, love Dark Magician as an archetype. I don't think any of these cards are... Um, like tier one, but it's a fun playable deck. Oh, yeah, no, and like I say, especially with especially once it gets Maus, uh, because the deck yeah. just gets much better, searchable, and um, dropping twenty eight hundred monsters on board helps. Oh yeah, just to drop a twenty hundred beat stick, um, and then go to fuse into, like go swing and then main phase two go into dragoon. Good luck. Yeah. Um, I mean, you know. It's Dragoon, so it comes with all the issues that people have with Dragoon. Namely, why are you playing Dragoon? You're a horrible person. You don't have to run Red Eyes Fusion or Red you, Eyes. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah. You don't have to do the Verte play. So there's actual. So now there's actual. In this situation, there's actually interplay instead of. It's I'm, not even that there's interplay. It's that you're not cheesing it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like legitimately hard summoning it the way it was meant to be summoned. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sort of. Yeah. So. Closer to the way you're, you're meant to summon it, because you are still supposed to fuse Dark Magician and Red Eyes, but now you're like doing it with a card that is with, with one brick instead of two. But the thing is, but it's it, in a Dark Magician deck. It's not a brick. Exactly. But in this situation, Dark Magician wouldn't be a brick. Yeah, I mean, it's better to open a hand with a bunch of Dark Magician support cards and then just search the Dark Magician later. I don't want to open three Dark Magician and know where to summon it, but, like... Yeah, still. like, yeah. Yeah, but, like, like even then, like... Like, even if you open two Dark Magicians and then the Ritual, you can then... If you have something else that lets you shuffle your deck, you can activate the Ritual to put one of your Dark Magicians back on top. Yeah. And then shuffle the deck using something else that makes you search. Yeah, I mean... It's so good. I mean, you have Magician Soul, Soul Servants. Uh, it's so good. Yeah. Oh. There's so much support here to make this deck playable. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. There's, there's a lot of pieces, but we'll have to wait and see how they all fit like, together. Fit together. Oh, like, I'm gonna figure it out. Yeah. Like, yeah, like I would wait a little bit longer before, if you, if you know, before start buying up the Magician Souls. Oh yeah. No, I'm not. I didn't say I was putting. Wait for together. the reprint. I didn't think I. I didn't say I was playing this IRL. I didn't say I was paying for this, but this will yeah. be a fun like YGO Pro deck. Oh yeah, uh, again up until up until we get all the rest, uh, up until either Magician Souls gets like a common reprint and they're fifteen cents a pop. At that point, it's like 
Might as well. I can get everything. I can get the whole deck for thirty bucks. Let's go. I think the realistically, either they're gonna wait for the next um, complete series or the next uh, season three Legendary Duelists, uh, or if they don't do Legendary Duelist season three, then what they'll do is they might reprint it either in the Megatons. In theory, they could do that. Yeah, that'd be great. Um, or they could do it in like Brothers of Legend. But the thing is, here's the real kicker. They can't really wait to reprint Legend and Duelist Season 3 cards until... Uh, they have to do it before Burst of Destiny because mm-hmm. you need mm-hmm. the Adusted Gold and possibly yeah. Malicious Bane. Yeah, and Adusted Gold last time I looked was $50. Oh, it's over 100 It's been over 100 for Okay, last time I looked, ever. but that was like a year ago last time I looked. Oh yeah, no, it's been over 100 Pretty much since release. Okay, cause like it was, it's only been printed once, and if you're running heroes, you have to run it. Yeah, it's it, well, you have to run like one. Yeah, you only need one, but it still makes the deck budget wise nearly unplayable. Cause who's going to drop a hundred dollars into heroes? Uh, uh, let me try this again. The lowest near mint first ed unverified is two hundred. And the lowest near mint first head verified is three hundred. Listen, at that point, you might as well just go build Tribal Brigade with an access code for three hundred dollars I mean, for one card. Pretty much. Just go build Tribal Brigade with an access code. You'll have a better time. Yeah, I mean, you'll have a more competitive deck, but the new hero deck is definitely playable-ish. Uh, if you watch MPT's ten minute testing on it, it's very interesting. It's got a lot of very unique end boards that it can do. It's very mid-rangey. Very splashable? Uh, no, not really splashable, but it's very mid-rangey. It can keep keep going and keep going and keep recurring over and over. Um, but it's it's definitely not Elemental Heroes anymore. It's just Hero. But, I mean, that, it's been that way for a while, just due to the extra heroes, which are the Link Hero monster. Yeah, monsters. it's like Dread Decimator and Cross Crusader. But yeah. um, the new stuff that's coming in... Uh, Burst of Destiny is heroes will be playable. Oh yeah, like oh man, like well, the thing I'm excited about though is the new blue. I'm hoping the new blue eyes card makes blue eyes a little more playable because I really want to utilize my my three copies of uh, the structure deck Kaiba blue eyes. Yeah, yeah. I've been wanting to utilize Dude, the them best in artwork. something. The best artwork. Oh yeah, uh, oh yeah. The OG artworks. I've been I've been chomping on the bit to utilize them in something. Oh uh, for sure. I. Dude, for me, the structure deck Kaiba Blue Eyes and the structure deck Yugi Dark Magician were always the best artwork of those. Yeah, because it was the original artwork. Uh, technically, it wasn't. Uh, it was the original artwork for the anime. Right. Exactly. It, yeah, and and the OCG. We got what we got was actually their alt arts that they got later. Right. So for some reason. All right. Oh, one more thing I want to say about about the uh, Battles of Chaos, though. Sure. It will have an alternative art, Dark Magi- a new art for Dark Magician. What makes you say that? It's a core set. It says so on the box. For the OCG, it might. For the OCG, yeah. Um, I would not be surprised if that if that ends up being our collector rare when we get it. For oh, Starlight. Oh, I didn't think about that. Yeah, that would be tragic. Yeah, because what we've been getting. So what I'm thinking is that they'll put Dark Magician in, like the new artwork Dark Magician in as as the, not as just a collector rare or Starlight or whatever. Future lost art for us. No, no. What I no what I'm thinking is when we get that, 
because you know, because in this past set it was a Stardust based set, we got Collector Rare Stardust. Stardust, Starlight Rare. Starlight Rare. Thank you. So I'm thinking for when we get this, our callback Starlight Rare is going to be this new art Dart Magician. It could be, but I think they're trying to do all the Signer Dragons right now. Well, you would. They s- did Black Rose. They did Stardust. Stardust. But then the next set, uh, which for us is Burst of Destiny. Doesn't have any Signer Dragons. It doesn't have Signer Dragon support, but I mean, it doesn't have any Signer Dragon stuff in it at all. It's yeah, but they did they did Trish, Black Rose, and Stardust. I mean, that was the last three. But Trish isn't a Signer Dragon. But yeah, is, but it is also, a but it also wasn't relevant. Well, I guess I guess they did they did just have the Ice Barrier support come Ex- out in the new the, structure deck at that time. Exactly. So we'll have to wait and see. But uh, like I said, I'm thinking that the new art. I think, art's going I to think be the they're. I think they're drumming up. Uh, I think they're doing reprints of like extra high rarity reprints of certain plant synchro cards. Maybe. I because I th- I think that's what it is. So like realistically, we could see like ancient fairy dragon and burst of destiny. Maybe we'll have to wait and see. Um. So okay, let's think about it like this: the levels that the Zhang Zhang can hit, or the Sword Souls, are eight and ten. Mm-hmm. So, what would make sense for them to reprint as a Starlight, as a level 8, that they haven't already done? Uh, they already did Stardust, or Dragon Arch Fiend. I mean, yeah, if it's for level 8, that's the only other... Sign- if, we're, if we're sticking with the syn- level 8 Synchros, and it's gotta be a Sign Dragon, the only other two are Red Dragon Arch Fiend and, and uh, uh, Black Feather Dragon? Black or- Winged. Yeah black, w- yeah, black Winged Dragon. Yeah. Who are both terrible. I mean, this day and age show is Stardust. Well, I mean, well, no, so I'm saying, like, even back in the day... They were never played. They were never played. They were never played outside of ta- outside of Kitchen Table Yu-Gi-Oh. That's true, because we did play them. I played the crap out of Red Dragon Archfiend. I remember. I, th- I very, very, very clearly remember. Oh, yeah, I would make him and get so excited, and then just... Jason, man, he would just shrug and make Colossal Fighter. <laughs> yep. Yep, yep, yep. And then just shrug at it. All right, everybody. That'll do it. Thank okay. you so much for listening to today's episode. Um, Ran a little long, but... that will be all right. Yeah. Thanks, everybody, for listening. We ask that you please, please, please follow us on Twitter at Top Cut Podcast. You can follow Caleb at JamTheMan17. Uh, please join our Discord server. Link is in the description below. We have a ton of really cool and really fun people on our Discord server. We... Always have remote duel games going. Uh, pretty soon I'm probably going to host our first ever remote duel tournament in the server. Uh, so please be sure to check us out and give that a try. Uh, we ask that you please be sure to check out Team Dark Arm Dealings. They are our sister YouTube channel. Their link is in the description. Uh, check out ETB Games in Alexandria, Louisiana. Again, link, guess where, in the description below. Oh, yeah. Um. <clears throat> And I think that's it. I think oh, that wraps yeah. us up. Uh, yeah, that's about it. That's about everything I think of. Uh, don't forget to check out our YouTube channel. Right now, it's just a uh, archive. Archive. Uh, we might throw something on there in the future. Don't know yet. Yeah. And something else I wanted to ask uh, everybody: please let us know if you're interested in us possibly live streaming our recording sessions on Twitch. Um, it's something that we've yeah, kind of mulled around in our brains in the past. But it's not something that we've committed to doing quite yet. So oh, yeah. let us know what you think about that. 
Oh, yeah, most definitely. So, thanks, everybody. Have a good day. Take care, everybody. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.